1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you
2: buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
0: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is... Is Uncanny USA.
2: He says somebody's in the house and I screamed. <laughs>
0: Listen to Uncanny
1: USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You
3: always follow, the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSN.
0: Welcome aboard. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. On tap today, yeah, plenty of football over the next three hours, including an appearance by the great Michael Lombardi coming up in one hour. And we'll preview tonight's Monday night football game with a guest from Washington, D.C., Grant Paulson, who has a great pulse on the Commanders and the uh, NFC East. You know, Paulie, last week we had a bunch of, uh, I would consider them, major storylines going into Week 10 of the NFL. The biggest one, of course, to me was the Josh Allen news. Was he going to play? Was he not going to play? And what happened to the point spread then throughout the entirety of the week? I mean, opening up at 9.5 and and then you know dropping like a rock throughout the week, down to 7.5. Down to six and a half. Oop, there's a move down to three and a half now, and the market's kind of telling you that Allen probably wasn't going to play. And then you saw what happened over the weekend as well. I saw it shoot back up to seven at one spot, then back down, and then what, money came in on the Vikings pretty hard, like maybe an hour before kickoff, but then Allen goes?
4: Yes. Yes. This cannot happen. No, it cannot. This cannot happen with legalized sports betting. Come on, Goodell. I mean, this is an, an a non-conference regular season game. And we don't know if one of the best players in the league is playing. And then the cat and mouse game about looks like he's going to play Saturday night. Bills taking money, and then early Sunday morning, here comes Vikings money. And then he's the report is he's active, but he, we didn't see him during warmups. That's right. And then 15 minutes before the game up, he's going to play. Mm-hmm. This cannot happen. Can't happen. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, they're lucky. The books are lucky. What if that falls four? What if the Bills win by four? As you said. Nine and a half down to three and a half up to seven back down going back sure. up. I mean, this is this ridiculous. This can't happen. Yep, and, and it just you you can't come on guys. This isn't the AFC Championship game. And then you know get, you know the trolls and, and buffoons on Twitter about well look at the light number one you were wrong because the Minnesota it was wrong with the Minnesota money. Number two you're missing the whole point. We need to know who's playing here. Right in a regular season non-conference game. You can't allow a team to treat this uh, this injury like this, and you have no idea. And guys who cover the league whose job it is with injury reports. To report No that.
0: idea who's playing 20 sure. minutes before the game. You know what this goes back to? Uh, I would say the beginning of the pandemic when that year there was this whole back and forth about how books were no longer going to list pitchers in Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. And their thought was, well, do we not list quarterbacks in football? Right? And so that was the whole back and forth. And now some books still to this day now, they've never adjusted that. They still yeah. – it's only action out here. They don't list – so maybe the same thing should be done yeah. in the NFL. Look, is- I want to bet the Bills three and a half, but I want, to, I want to list Josh Allen as a starting quarterback. This can't happen. You know, this started years ago
4: in college, and now it's coming into the NFL. I'm not telling you about injuries, and I don't know, yeah. I'm not going to let you know till last second who's playing. How about the Matt Ryan business? I mean, how about that news? Well, that changes things. It's not Ellinger, yeah. right? But, uh, you know, the the hell with game of the year, a game of the decade. I mean, that's one of the best regular season games you're ever going to see with the, the Viking performance. You might have had, oh, no hyperbole. I can't wait. That might have been the best catch I've ever seen in my life with uh, Jefferson. Lewis has two hands on the ball. You have one. The guy with one hand
0: makes the catch and, and takes it away from him. Oh, it's fourth and 18, yeah. too. He's strong enough to cradle it away from the guy who has two hands on the ball. How? When he's going up like this? Right. That's impossible. I mean, I've watched that catch probably, I don't know, five, six times. I'm still trying to figure out how he actually is the guy who came away with the ball. Yeah, yeah. But think all things considered, they're again fourth and 18 in that spot to actually make that kind of a play. I mean, how many things had to – they're down 27-10 in the game yeah, they yesterday. Yeah. And then Cook breaks off a gigantic run. That's it. And then what happened at the end of the game, so they missed the extra point. It's 27-23. That... Again, again. Yeah. yeah. So, you know – they think, consider this now, the number again, three and a half for a long time, three and a half in the contests out here in Las Vegas. I had the Bills minus three and a half. I wanted to break something, of course, as that happened. These coin flip games are going to give me a heart attack by week 14. Yeah. So because of the Vikings missed extra point, they obviously can't settle for the field goal. So they need to score a touchdown. Well, the Bills defense steps up, they stop them. And then the only thing that can possibly happen to blow the game at that point is a fumble at the goal line. And they do. They do. Yep. Yeah. How about the landings? What if it falls four? Okay, so I reached out to three different books. Every book is different, right? Sure. Johnny Avello, DraftKings. He said it was not a good result. Uh, Bettors had a piece of the Vikings' money line. Bills winning by three would have been the best scenario. Mm -hmm. This is from John Murray at the Westgate. The best case scenario there was a tie. They actually did okay on the game because they took big bets in New Jersey on the Bills minus the points. And then Mike Palm, here at Circa, said the worst case was Bills by six. They won to the game with the Vikings' win. Interesting. So okay. there's a sample size of three books. Every answer was different. Okay, yeah, very good. They had it all, right?
4: Uh, number one, the Bills are the sixth seed now. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this is why we can't have nice things. I mean, you, you want to get Buffalo in the Super Bowl – they go to Baltimore and win. They go to Kansas City and win. They thump, you know, the Rams stink. But they they, they start the yeah. season winning that game. It's like, okay, here we go. And they get through that tough stretch. And now Josh Allen has been awful the last couple of weeks. And bye-bye MVP chances. The schedule is doable the rest of the way. But can 13-4 and four get you the one seed? Now, if they play Kansas City tomorrow, I'm taking the Bills. But this guy cannot continue to play like this. The 17-point lead, the ridiculous turnovers – who fumbles the exchange there in that situation? That's pony football. That's ridiculous. Pee-wee football. That cannot happen. But before that, the interception when they're on fourth and goal oh. to two. Oh, God. And not only does he throw the interception, Peterson brings it back into Buffalo territory. And then the interception in overtime when they can still win the game. So you're up 17. Oh, my God. So now Miami in play to win the division. It's very important that Buffalo can get the one seed. I don't know. If Thirteen and four is going to do it. You do have all these tiebreakers, but my God. I mean, well, he, you got you got to get organized quick. And I don't like the comments after the game about Diggs saying, you know, Von Miller's like we don't blink, and Diggs is like, well, we're starting to blink now. I mean, they,
0: they can't lose games like this. I will say this: uh, I hope they lose one or two more games, and their number on the Super Bowl eventually drops to ten to one, because uh, or in that range, I would absolutely buy in the Bills at that point. And they had some more guys out defensively yesterday. They're going to get them back eventually. And I will say that the problems with the Allen. Now you're right; he's out of the MVP mix today. He would be, what, fourth in the pecking order, probably? Maybe even a little bit lower than that? Yeah. It would go probably Mahomes, Hurts in any order. Two was right up there as well. And now, like you said, the Dolphins are in first place in that division. Amazing. Yeah, and the Vikings tie the record. That's seven straight wins by one score. Yeah, yeah. and by the way, <laughs> uh, they, they deserve some credit here today. Oh, sure. Right, to go on the road and pull off that win when they were yeah. down by, you know, pretty much three scores. So, again, problems here for the Bills. Here's Josh Allen after the game talking about how they can fix their turnover problem.
5: Comes down to... My shoulders and my shoulders only making the right decisions, making the right throws, um, you know, putting our best foot forward in practice. This one's, this one's going to suck watching. Um, only ways forward. we gotta got to find a way to put this behind us and not let it affect our next one.
0: I wonder if that's going to be a big story like nationally today, outside of this network, because I know we're going to talk about it probably a lot. And uh, what you brought up five minutes ago. This is a regular season game, and you don't know in two different games whether, like, the start, starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, this was a story going all the way back to, like, well, last Monday slash Tuesday yeah. yeah. with Josh Allen. Come it's
4: on. A, this is also the marquee game. and the, Right. Yeah. MVP candidate, and you don't know what's what the situation is. I'm surprised they played him uh, to begin with. That's but, all mine. Uh, he's the reason they've lost these last two games. But I, I just – I mean, th- th- then then Cook's wide open for the touchdown. He drops it, but then the Bills are offsides. Yeah. And then they get the stand and they get the stop. Yep. And then they okay, they win the game. Everyone's celebrating. Then the fumble. You got to be kidding me. You just can't you can't get it out of there, and and you fumble there. Some people are saying take the safety. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah man, you can't do that. But that's all you have to do is get think- the exchange and, and yeah, uh, and you win the game. I but, don't. I don't think the safety there was the play. No, too much time. Yeah, field goal wins the game. Yeah, right. So right. But again, you're up 17 in the third quarter at home. Y- yeah, hang on to the lead. But this, I can't. Take care of business, oh, Jefferson. And it, it looked like well, Vikings go right down the field again, and then they, we don't hear from them again. Yeah, just like the Washington game. But this is, you know, they might be. That's another thing. They might be 15 and two and get the two seed. That's in play. Because they lost to Philadelphia. You imagine well, that? How, how would that work? Eagles only lose one game or two games. They have the tiebreaker.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> how about that? So they could. Well, you're under that theory, then the Vikings would only lose one more game. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that's going to
4: happen, but yeah, that's no, in no. play. I'm okay. saying, but then you. How about look? Take a look. I at never the even considered anything sure, like that. but Sure. Look at the Vikings' schedule coming up. How about this? Five of the next six are at home. They don't play wow. outdoors again until week 17. That's right. Cannot believe that. Look at this schedule: Pekabo, Dallas at home. I like the Cowboys. Patriots on Thanksgiving at home. Jets at home at Detroit. Colts at home. Giants at home. And then you close with that at Look Lambeau those, and
0: at Chica. Look at that. Those are all winnable
4: games. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. I'm not saying they go 15 and two, but no, I'm saying right. there's a scenario here where they could go 15 and two and 14 and three, and you get the two seed because oh, you lost was, to
0: the Eagles on Monday. That was a great win yesterday. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, what they did down again like that. Cousins played. He, his final numbers were really, really strong. Again, when you have weapons like they do on offense, whew, man, um, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, and I don't trust that guy come playoff time anyway, but in the reg- this is why I like yeah. the Vikings in the regular season. It's yeah. all you need from Kirk Cousins. Just go out there and be a regular, a nice regular season quarterback. You have the dudes to make it work. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. Yeah, Jefferson, beast. God. God, is he good. Ridiculous. Yep. How does he make that catch? I don't know. I don't know. It's stunning. That's almost more improbable than the Tyree helmet catch. Yeah. It's right up there, right? Because I I don't know how he's able to do that with like this, and the other guy's got two hands Go on hands. the ball. It's, it should not happen. No. <laughs> fourth and eighteen, crazy, and it's fourth and eighteen. That's right. Yep. Ball game's over. Uh huh. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers online sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go-to for any soccer-related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like their World Cup futures, insurance bet, and World Cup daily bet and gets. BetRivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com or download the app to get in on all the matchup action. It's a whole new game. Up next, we had a couple of uh, ultimate buy low spots yesterday. And uh, surprise, surprise with how the results turned out in those two games coming up here on Follow the Money.
6: This is Follow the
4: Money on v Lace up your cleats. BetRivers Online Sportsbook. Latest odds, lines, and boost. BetRivers, your go-to for any soccer-related content. Check out the World Cup promotions, the World Cup futures, the insurance bets, and the World Cup daily bet and gets. BetRivers Sportsbook. Calling all soccer fans. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game, three games a week from today, three matches. Get up
0: there at Bet Rivers. Paulie, you were asking the question a lot last week. How does the Pac-12 screw this up? My answer, I live and breathe. Yep. Um, yep. Boy, oh boy. What a debacle for that conference again over the weekend in college football. Oregon, your playoff lives are on the line. I think that's the ultimate example, right, of uh, people are going to be screaming, holy hell, about that call going forward on fourth down in their own territory. When, if you lose the game, you're out of the playoff. If you win the game, well, you still have a clear shot to get there. Yep. And they go for it, they didn't get it, and they lose as a big favorite at home to their biggest rival, Washington Huskies. Yep. Ralph Russo, how perfectly packed 12.
4: The week before the conference has a chance to match four top 12 teams, three with playoff hopes. In two marquee games, two loses double-digit favorites. Yep. The UCLA performance was awful. And Oregon looks like they're going to put the game away. They're driving. And then the bad snap, they have to set up for the field goal. They go up seven. Uh, and then Penix comes right down and scores. But then, you know, Knicks gets also hurt on the play or dinged up. But then he's like, why isn't he in the game? If he wants to go in the game, put him in the game. Right. And then he goes back in, but you've already, with the backup, then you come out, you go run, 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 and then fourth run, and run, short. Run, run, run. Yeah, run, run, run. And then you run it again, and then and he slips. Yeah. And the quarterback keeper, he could have kept it and been. he could have r- r- ran for days. But, you know, tough call to you go for it in that situation. I don't think they were stopping Penix the way he was playing. I mean, what happened to the defense? But that was that is perfect Pac-12. And that's yeah. a shame on me because that's what they do. They would screw up a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. They so would. Rest, they rest assured, USC will probably blow one of these as well. That means they still have to beat UCLA, short favorite. Then you have the Notre Dame game, and then you mm. have the Pac-12 title game. If you get there,
0: oh, I, but but it's just not y- yeah. USC is losing a game. I would agree. they're they're not going to be twelve yeah. and one in a playoff team. That's not happening. Yeah, um, I will be shocked at this point. Of, and I, you know what, I'll be glad. I will gladly admit if I'm wrong on that. I would love to see USC get in the playoff, and they'll probably get destroyed because their defense stinks so much. But and by the way, what happened in that game on Friday night? You're still you're still scoring points up forty-eight seventeen late in the fourth quarter to cover the spread. Oh, that's a bad beat. What are we doing there,
4: Lincoln? I know, I know. They're also a, a two years too early. They had five of the top 16 in the AP poll, but only one of them has a chance to make the playoff. In the 12-team format, all five would be alive with at least one guaranteed. Right? Could you imagine how big these games would be Saturday? But well, it's all set up. I mean, it's a layup. USC plays UCLA for all the marbles. Game day is going to be there. The mm. perfect setting. Get all the Hollywood celebrities and all the, the trash talk and everything. Uh, that,
0: that's it. And they, then Oregon at home against Utah. That set up, a no, they blow it. Oh, yeah. But both teams laying two touchdowns yeah. or more. UCLA laying three basically yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah. And, I mean, we're ta- the Ducks were an absolute machine at home at Autzen. Killing teams. You had no chance. Washington, not a good team on the road. No, they go there. Oh, we're going to win it out, right? Forget about covering the spread. We're going to go there and win it out, right? You guys are not going to slow down. Penix is really good. I like the guy a lot. Sure, having a hell of a season. He leads the country in passing yards. Um, but that's come on, Oregon. You just it ha it's it's clockwork with this conference. Every single year, something that should never happen happens repeatedly. Uh-huh. Again, both those teams lose. How as just gigantic favorites uh, on Saturday, they both go down. Bad for the league yet again. Yep.
4: I have seven teams, seven teams alive for the playoff. I'm throwing out Clemson.
0: The well, ACC, I hope to God
4: you're right. The ACC has turned into a hot garbage. What's happened with the ACC? you throwing out Roughly. North Carolina then, too? Oh, they're good. Right. Well, you know, blown out by North uh, by Notre, Notre Dame, Dame doesn't yeah. help, but that's uh, right. But yeah, can you get 11-1 and one against 11-1 and one in the ACC title game? Uh, I mean, they have one good win, though, now. It's Florida State. So, when you look, NC State gets beat. Who are the seven? Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan's got a shot here if it's a close loss. TCU, obviously, USC, LSU, and Tennessee. There you go. There's your seven. I mean, Clemson's resume is falling apart, not to mention, not only do you lose, you got blown out by Notre Dame and how pathetic and ugly that looked. That was vile and nasty on prime time. So that's, that's, that's my seven. And TCU? Uh, just impervious to bad spots and, oh, you know, it's the defense. How about the defense, right? They shut down Texas and hold them under 200 yards. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Total domination. And yeah. then the ridiculous, I mean, that was a misleading score. They're trying to run the clock out, and then they fumble, and it's a scoop and score the other way for Texas, and they have to run out the clock. But they can beat you 55-50. They can beat you 17-10. So now they have to go at Baylor. It would, it would be totally Big 12 in TCU if they go undefeated and then lose to Kansas State or somebody well, in the Big 12 title or, game, which or, you is going to happen the first time they play.
0: Actually, if they lose as a home favorite to Iowa State on okay. Thanksgiving weekend. And Campbell gets you. I can see that right. happening because, again, you're exactly right. I mean, if we're going to say this about the Pac-12, I think the same goes for the Big 12 for the most part. But uh, I will say if TCU runs the table, they're in. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're absolutely. I mean, you cannot make no. a case for no. I, the fourth, fifth, I'm sorry, fifth, sixth, seventh team at that point. No, if they run the table, they got to be in. Mm-hmm. They have to be. Um, and then, so what would that mean for the SEC then? I still want to see, how, is it going to play? I mean, if LSU beats Georgia, does Tennessee really block te- LSU like you thought last week? Tennessee blocks LSU, yes. And they still get in? To beat them
4: 40-13, to 13. yes. At their place? Yes. Some people had a problem with what Tennessee was doing. It's like, guys, they don't factor in style points anymore. Right, uh, right. Margin of victory, rather. Um, but that, yeah, I think Tennessee blocks LSU. But the other thing is, I I don't want to hear about this three from the SEC business when you have Ohio State, Michigan right there, sure, in the close
0: game scenario, right? And by the way, those two teams are undefeated, and you're, we're talking about uh, two SEC teams that have at least one, if not two, losses right now. And we're going to sit here and have that. People are still trying to bring up the case about Alabama getting in.
4: Oh, that's outrageous.
0: I I don't want to hear that. No, can't play in the SEC title game. Yeah. I mean that that's just no, that's out,
4: outrageous. So we know so that, one. Well, that
0: was if LSU lost uh, out sure, and they gotcha. would make yeah. it. In, you know. Well,
4: we know one with Georgia, right? Uh, and then the Ohio State, Michigan winner. But we'll see if uh, TCU stubs their toe. I agree with the USC is going to have a loss, but it's uh, you know it's right there for Tennessee, right there for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a rough weekend for Clemson, considering what happened in the rest of the conference. Wake, nah, no good, another loss. NC State, nah, All right, The resume falling apart. You have one good win at this point. where we're, uh, we only have two games left.
0: Uh, are we sure that uh, C.J. Stroud's going to win the Heisman? What a race has really po- I, I, I'm telling you, how is Caleb Williams not absolutely live to win this thing at USC? Okay. And look at what Drake May did again over the weekend. Yep. You're telling me Drake May can't stun the world and win this thing? That guy reached out about a month ago and said, take a look at this guy. Yeah. 20, 30 to, to 1, right? No one's been talking about him. And, and the big move on him now. I, look, Caleb yeah, Williams this morning is 12 to 1. I am lost with that, I just don't get it. You get five more touchdowns again Friday night. But is it their schedule? Is that what it is? I mean, if Utah doesn't no, convert... Mark, he,
4: yeah, no, yeah.
0: If Utah doesn't convert the two-point yeah, right. conversion to see the front runner because they're undefeated, that sounds silly to me. Yeah. Well, it's
4: also, how, how much can you hold against Stroud when it's 50-mile-an-hour wins, though, too? Yeah. Or 40-mile-an-hour wins. I, I it's, it's, it's a tough call, I yeah. know. We'll, well, we'll see what happens in a, in a week.
0: I mean, does Stroud light up Michigan? That, that's probably yeah.
4: what it comes down to. Because be, Hooker had his chance, and he didn't play well.
0: Right. That uh, straw poll that they do all the time in the Athletic, they had Stroud as like a runaway guy to win it as of last week. I'm just like, I don't. Why? Because he was a preseason yeah. favorite? So why I, I hate this award. I think it's so dumb. Uh, Drake May again, 400 yards plus passing on the road as a dog. They won the game outright. They have one loss. He had 70 yards rushing and a touchdown at, on top of it. His numbers are incredible. Mm-hmm. That would be wild if TCU gets in the playoff, though. Uh, yeah. be a great
4: story. I mean... Your your LSU scenario, I mean, that that's... I, I I just don't think Clemson... Clemson, I don't think Clemson has an argument over LSU. No, I don't think so either. But that, you just can't... There's
0: just nothing, no meat on the bone. I don't think Clemson should even be considered. I right. Don't, if, if right now, if you told me they're 12-1 ACC title game, don't care. Don't want them in there. They're not that good. No. They're not. The conference is falling apart. Yeah. They what's have that, fallen apart. in Miami and that, yeah, uh, Right, absolutely. They're not close to the same team that they were four or five years ago. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And uh, I will say Alabama was fortunate to win that game. Again. Against Ole Miss. They had him. I know. Yep. Ole they Miss did.
4: had him beat. Yes, they did. Yeah. Brad Powers had a great tweet. He mentioned that on our show Thursday, and then he went and tweeted it out. About Alabama, big road games, not even coming close when you look at the point spread. Uh-huh. It was a beautiful tweet going back and looking at it. Uh, just going over and over and over how they they can't even come close to the point spread in big road games.
0: Right. And the, and the market, I mean, they were I mean, last week, still a huge favorite, though. Still a huge yeah. favorite on the road against Ole Miss. Yep. Nope. Could have, would have, should have lost. Definitely did not cover the game. So intriguing. Intrig- it would have been so much better if Oregon didn't lose. So come on. Got it. Just. It's all right there. It's all. It's just- Saturday would have. They would have owned Saturday with the two marquee games. Oh,
4: yeah. And I mean, USC, UCLA, still great. But it's now we have two loss, Utah, and two loss.
0: Well, but the, the luster is.
4: Oh, God. Yeah. At home. Again, at home. This is what they do. Oh. This is every year with the Pac-12. yeah,
0: I know. All right, so follow the money here on v the sports betting network. We will run down the betting action from the weekend. We'll get into uh, upsets, fiddle in the middles, uh, line moves. And also, Paulie will tell you about three different 18-to-1 shots at minimum came in. That's coming up next year. Follow the money, Vsin, the sports betting network.
3: That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
1: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
4: Great day of action again. GM Shuffle podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Former NFL executive Michael Lombardi goes off on players, teams, coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever
0: you get your podcast. Every Monday at this time, we start the hour by talking with Michael Lombardi, former longtime NFL executive and a current VEASAN host. His show is called the Lombardi Line, as well as a podcast. But the Lombardi Line, uh, you can catch weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, right here on VEASAN. Michael, good morning. Um, Any concern with Buffalo long term this season after dropping another game yesterday?
6: Well, you got to be concerned about the fourth quarter. I mean, you're up 27 to 10 at home, playing a team that's, that's an indoor team and you can't get a stop. I mean, couldn't make a play when you had to make a play. You pass up points again. You could have made it 30 points and you decide to go for it on fourth down and then he throws another interception. Uh, you know, and I don't even understand how you can't just sneak the ball out, take a handoff and sneak the ball out and get a, you know, and just move the ball out. You won the game. Oh. You know, there they are. They're, they're up by four with, with 50 seconds to go. You put that in the win column and they don't even sneak out. It was, I mean, to me, it was worse than the miracle in the Meadowlands back in 1976 with Herm Edwards picked up the ball when Joe Posarchuk fumbled it. I oh, mean, oh, oh. that's got to be one of the all time worst ones, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. That, that's I mean, a great call. God,
6: God, God rest his soul, John McVeigh, who passed away a week ago. You know, it cost him his job. Both teams at that game in Philadelphia were, were, were in the winning were in the winning ends. Now the Giants went on to bomb the rest of the season. McVeigh got fired, but I, I can't remember a play that that was so bad that you just can't take a snap from center. I mean, and you can't just sneak it out. You got a six six quarterback who averages about eight yards a, ca- a carry, and you can't get you can't move the ball. They didn't have any timeouts. All you got to do is take the snap and move it. That's
4: it. it. Yep. That's it. I know how concerned are you now moving forward and how important is the one seed and i don't i don't think they can get it now but the, well, the one seed was going to be for buffalo
6: yeah you would think that's where it were I, I i couldn't imagine them losing like this but look you know i think their defense is a little has been overrated i mean we saw the 81 yard run by cook I mean, look, Minnesota made plays. Jefferson, nobody's going to duplicate the plays he made on the field. But still, they couldn't get the pressure when they needed to get the pressure. All this conversation, well, they got, you know, all this pressure. Against Minnesota, the guy threw it 50 times. Now, I know they got some sacks, but when the game was on the line and they had to stop them, they couldn't get a sack. So that's a real issue. And I I think that, that they're not playing to the level he needs to play at. And if he's going to turn the ball over like he did, like he does, I mean, first of all, let's put it out. He's not in the MVP conversation. Nope. He's playing very poorly. And, and, you know, right now they're not even guaranteed to win the East. Come on, Paulie. I mean, they're not even guaranteed to win the East. I mean, the Jets play New England this week. Miami's chanting for MVP for Tua. You know, and nobody can – you know, Miami's – yesterday, the only time Miami got stopped is when McDaniels decided to not kick a field goal again, and they got lost it on downs. Right. They never punted yesterday against Cleveland. No, sure. No. I mean, yeah. You,
4: yeah, you're right. The Bills already lost in Miami, and they lost to the Jets. So uh, they're up against it, too, with tiebreakers. Uh, how, how about the 14-3 and 3 Vikings as a two-seed scenario? How about this? Seven in a row, one-score games, and you got five of your next six at home.
6: Yeah. And all of them will be, all of them will be hard, but you got to give them credit for finding a way to win these games. I mean, yep. last week against Washington, they found a way to win in the fourth quarter. I mean, they're doing what most teams can find a way to do. They win games in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I think we saw that yesterday as betters. You know, if you had Chicago holding a two and a half ticket, you feel like, okay, I'm in good shape. I'm up by tw- two scores with Detroit in the fourth quarter and you end up throwing a pick six and cost you the game. So You know, these fourth-quarter execution moments are really critical, and and I I think when you look at it, you know, that's where Buffalo has fallen well short. Kansas City didn't play their best game yesterday and still covered.
0: Yeah. Now, what do you think about the overall, you know, um, state of the league where we're at right now, Michael, and teams really not telling us who is going to play? I mean, call it fidging with the injury report, whatever you want to do here, but, uh, I mean, we didn't know about the Josh Allen stuff until – what 15 20 minutes before kickoff and then if you go back last week to how jeff saturday handled his opening press conference he said it's going to be sam ellinger and then all, he made the right move on my opinion he had to go to matt ryan and he did so that was a smart and uh, wise uh, move there but should teams not i mean there's this whole thing called the injury report that's been around forever and now we don't know who the starting quarterbacks are going to be until kickoff
6: well, well you know on my show mitch i said that you know first of all you know, they didn't put him out there because they, they were still trying to deceive people. The reason he didn't go out to pregame warm-ups is they wanted to deceive people. Yep. Minnesota wasn't. Neither was I. I said on the show, there's no way he's not. If they're dressing him, he's playing. Okay. There's no way he's going to – if a guy – if there's no way he was going to dress mm-hmm. and not play. Because if Keenum got hurt on the second play of the game, then he's going to have to play. So if he, if he has to play on the second play of the game, why isn't he going to start the game? You know? So the fact that they didn't bring Barkley up, they told everybody without telling everybody. The Saturday thing, I think you're right. I mean, he had to go through it. He put Matt Ryan out there. But I think the Raiders knew Matt Ryan were going to play. Now, they didn't think Matt Ryan was going to scramble for 38 yards against a defense that might be slower than I am. But the reality of it is, is you know, you know, I think that the common sense has to prevail. But you're right. There is some integrity to the game. That's why we have an injury report. Now, you know, I think it's really more for us as betters. I think the teams kind of have a sense. Like, it made more sense for Matt Ryan to play quarterback than Sam Ellinger. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, that's a good explanation. But also we saw it, I think it was in a playoff game where it was – Walford got the start and then Goff came in cuz Walford got hurt. That's right. Well, you think Goff yeah. would start, but that's Goff had to come yeah, in but there. But bo- in
6: that case, yeah. I, I think in that case McVeigh was telling us he does he's not in love with 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 Goff. Yeah, golf. sure. He had had enough of Goff. He was willing to go with Walford. Now McVeigh's in another situation. I mean, both that game there, we both knew both quarterbacks were injured, Murray, and, and actually, you know, like I used to say mm-hmm. when I worked at the Raiders, I mean, the Cardinals are one injury away from being a decent team <laughs> putting Colt McCoy in there. <laughs> was a better move oh, I mean, uh-huh. you know they had a better chance to win that game with colt mccoy than they did with the mayor and, and look i think the rams i don't care what anyone wants to say the rams are broken
0: oh yeah and yes. if
6: stafford decides to retire at the end of the year where's mcveigh going with this team he's got no quarterback if he retires he got no draft picks to get a quarterback he's got a bad team other than a couple star players yep. yeah that's a tough job right there I, I I think that's a job to be watch watch his body language on the sideline oh tell me he's into it
0: good call M- Michael they are maybe a year or two away from being like in the mix for like the worst team in the entire league for I'm talking maybe like year after year after year because of what they had to do to, you know to mortgage the future and sell out to uh, try to win that Super Bowl last year
6: I don't, think it's a, I don't think it's two years away. I think it could happen next, next year. year. I think some of those, once they realize that there's no quarterback, you think Jalen Ramsey's going to want to start to right. stay there? You, right. think, you think Aaron Donald's going to want to continue no. to play when he knows he's got no chance to win? No. I mean, they're going to have to, they're gonna have the only way they're going to get it back is they're going to have to trade their assets to get back. Yeah. I mean, this team is not good. Their offensive line is atrocious. Mm. And they went all in on Stafford. And I, and I got to think that Stafford, at his age, and the beating he's taken You know It's not healthy for him, and I don't think it's a smart move for him to continue to play. I didn't think he would play yesterday, but I certainly wasn't going to bet the Rams with Wolford. I was much more inclined and wanted to go with the cards with with Colt McCoy just because they took that guy away from their team who caused so much consternation. I mean, you look at the body language on the Cardinals yesterday compared to when when when, uh, Murray plays.
0: I don't even think it's that strong of an opinion for me to sit here and say that McCoy's an upgrade over Murray today.
6: I've been writing every week for Visa on Friday. Murray's been in my bottom five quarterback for the last three weeks. I mean, it's not even – like if you're just being objective about it and you want to be honest about it, you know, it's like some of these guys that think they're playing great at quarterback aren't. I mean, you know, yesterday Derek carr has got wide open Abdullah, wide open for a touchdown in the last drive of the game. He throws the ball to the tight end, he drops it. You know, I mean if he makes that throw, yep. I know he was emotional in his press conference and he wants to win, but he's got to play at a higher level too. There were throws out there that he didn't make yesterday. And then if you're not going to make them, you know, if you're getting paid the most money, you got to play well. And I think what we're seeing here is is a league where we haven't seen our great quarterbacks play well. I mean, Brady played good yesterday, but partly because they ran the ball for. There it is. Times. Right.
4: They got the you running know, game you know, going. It runs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right,
6: Rodgers didn't. Rogers played better yesterday. I don't know what Lafleur was doing on that play call that Rodgers ripped them for. I would have ripped them for it too, but I think at, you know we're not having any top level quarterbacking play. You could say Tua is playing well. Yeah, he is. He's completing passes. They've got some really good skill mm-hmm. players, and he's he's making accurate throws.
4: What do you think tonight? Eagles uh, manhandled them in the first game, sacked Wentz nine times. Now they're at home laying double digits.
6: You know, I think it'll. I think to me, the, the the Washington Commanders are playing better football. I mean, they're red better in the red zone. They're better on third down. They like Heineke. I don't think they really enjoy playing with Wentz. I think he'll scramble more. I think it's going to be hard for Washington. I do think they'll cover, but I think Washington's defense is playing much better.
4: They are. Yep, they are. Thanks, Michael. Great job.
6: Thanks, guys. Bye, bye. Oh, he nailed Have it too.
4: I mean, for Tampa to get the running game going like that, finally. I mean, it was all time historically bad. Yep. All time bad. What they had done, lack thereof with the running game. So yep. they got that going, and what uh, the four net? What is that?
0: The, the throw to Brady. Well, that was big because uh, I have one for defensive rookie yeah, of the year, yeah. so I needed that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's Michael. Mike Pritchard said it with us a uh, Thursday. Where's the elite quarterbacks? No, he's right. Yeah, absolutely. And you, 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 these these big time stars, you're not getting good quarterbacks. Well, I think about what Michael just said too. If Stafford retires. Brady's yep. 45. Yep. Rodgers, I mean, had a good game yesterday, but don't forget what happened a week ago where he had his worst game ever. I mean, it's close to getting even worse than what it is right now. Jordan Love gonna come in and be an upgrade over Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah, good I don't point think about. So.
4: Oh man, if Stafford says that's it for me, can't do oh, it anymore. I'm, I'm, oh I, my they, god, they
0: are a few months away from being the worst team in the league. Donald's right? right behind them. Oh yes, he is. He talked about that last year after the Super Bowl. Yes, already hinted don't at have it. Any so fix right, right? But they they won a Super Bowl, right. so. You know the next few years being potentially really, really bad. You got to remember what happened last year, when they caught lightning in a bottle and got hot at the right time. So I'm um, watching
4: the game live. I'm thinking, okay, that's a safety in the Buffalo game. Safety, all right. Still, yeah. But he fumbled the
0: ball. Fumbled the ball,
4: and then and Minnesota has it, and ah. Uh, so know. How it's so happens, it's
0: so. I mean, every how uh, am uh, I? Every week, it's just it's. Finger,
4: fingernail biting time. Right. The beats coming down to the final play. And it's uh, you're never safe in this league. No, ever.
0: Ever. Up next, we will get into opening numbers for Week 11 in the National Football League. And uh, as you've been saying for like a month, good luck with Survivor this coming week.
6: This is Follow the
4: Money on v Get in on the football action this season. Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools? Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL to play free. Hulu Live TV, like cable, only better. DraftKings com for details.
1: The good. Pretty pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad I've had it with this dump. Got no food. Got no jobs. Our pets heads are off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Wow, that was the worst music I've ever seen.
4: Alright, start with my good. I was wrong. I'm pleasantly surprised. I am a member of Tuan. I mean this I am fully on board. They are seven and all with them. Miami's in first place. He throws for 285 and three touchdowns. He's in the MVP discussion. He's going to put up numbers every week because of his weapons and the game plan. He's playing well. I mean, I know still underthrows some guys, but still, he's winning games. And the fact that they were plus money to make the playoffs and the win total was eight and a half. They head into the bye on the winning streak. They come out of it and face Houston at home. So then they get to eight and three, and a tough schedule to close. But certainly they should be a playoff team barring a uh, collapse or a catastrophic injury. And a great job by Tua. Great He's also job. got the right coach. Yes, he does. North Carolina. I buried this team, too, because I had them. Their for for their only loss. That was off the bye when they played Notre Dame. That's right. And they couldn't get a stop. Remember, Notre Dame kept going up and down the field. They're 9-1, and and they're 6-0 and in the ACC. Great job by Mack Brown. And they could be, should be, 11-1, and taking on Clemson in the ACC title game. Good job, North Carolina. And I think Drake May is absolutely, absolutely. in the Heisman. Yeah, that was a fun game. Yep. That's your good. That's my good. Yep. Sorry. Yep.
0: My good. I mean, I had it last week. Yep. You got to give yep, it up to y- the guy. You got to do it again. What a coaching job, Jim Moore. I don't. Oh. Do people realize um, just how awful that program was, like last year, a couple years ago? One wins. Four, one they, win. They two wins. Were one win. Legitimately, some of the worst college football teams. Of our lifetime. Yeah. Their power rating, absolutely as low as it could possibly get. They were allowing basically a first down on every single play defensively a couple years ago. Yep. Like yards per play allowed, it was almost 10 yards per play. I just like, wow. That bad. And now to pull off a, you know, a huge upset against Liberty, who had one loss on the season, a dude at UConn. Man, Jim Mora. Hell of a job for UConn. Harold Perkins at LSU, if you oh. watch any. Well, first of all, he was awesome against Alabama. And if you watched the game at Arkansas on Saturday, they were calling his name every single play. And the backup quarterback for Arkansas evidently has like world class speed, Hornsby. This dude was tracking him down on like back to back plays like the entire time. He was in the he was getting his mail in the backfield for <laughs> Arkansas, yeah. and he's a true freshman. I'm, this guy, Brad Powers on Twitter called him a top ten player regardless of position in the country already as a true freshman. And you can just, if he keeps this up, you can lock it up. I mean, he's like a top five pick in the NFL draft in a couple years. When did you see the Jefferson stuff? 20 minutes before kickoff? 40? Uh, no, I think it was actually a little bit sooner than that. But I was all over the map, right. checking out different games and everything. Yeah, I know our guy Sammy
4: P. on Nesson had something about it. maybe about an hour before kickoff Yeah, about the Jefferson stuff. But yep. there was uh, snow in Arkansas. I mean, yeah, had everything That's there. right.
0: Yeah. Also, my good, uh, the Vikings, as we talked about, to begin the show today. Sure. They uh, they deserve a lot of credit. 33-30 um, shootout. Against the Bills, down 20. So we're watching the replay right now, down 27 10, a minute to go in the third quarter. Cook rattles off that huge run. Yep. Yeah. The game should have been over with. And
4: Absolutely. it was over with. 27
0: 23, and Allen fumbles the ball at the
4: goal line. Several times. Yep, and that's my bad. I mean, between Allen, he's the reason they've lost the last two games. You got to cut out the silly turnovers. I mean, you, you have to, you're an MVP candidate, you're one of the best players in the NFL, you have to play like it. And now, just, I'm not ready to give up. No, you can't give there, up. There's no way you can give up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But the one seed. The one seed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's one team that you don't want to go to Kansas City. I mean, you're right. You're up 17 with a minute left at home. You're fourth and goal from the two. No field goal. Not only do you get picked, it comes back a, a deep return by, uh, who was that? Peterson. And then the interception and in overtime. But then the, you can't the fumble. This is high school stuff. You can't fumble the exchange there and the snap. Dalton and the Saints they lose again that's over I mean this again you had all these injuries and Hill was your quarterback and you still weren't positioned to make the playoffs right how much I've seen enough of Andy Dalton make I don't care who it is Winston Hill'll put someone up put a bear in there I've seen enough of Dalton this is terrible it's the same stuff every week silly turnovers they have too many weapons to play like this offensively my ugly it's the same thing every week but I have to you're paying a hundred million dollars to Fisher Now you want to talk about the buyout here in Las Vegas with McDaniel's? This is all this recruiting class and the talent that they have is opposed. Three and seven, one and six in conference. Their offense is a joke. Oh, it is. And Dallas, come on, Dallas. This defense has been so good the whole year. You're up 14 in the fourth quarter. You score 28 points and you can't win the game. Bad job by the
0: Dallas defense. Yep. My bad. I'll go back to college here. It has to be Oklahoma. Yep. Um, I should have my head examined for not betting West Virginia and the money line last week. I thought we talked about it on Thursday. I'm like, are the Sooners laying too many points here? It was eight at the time. I think they were. And look, I mean, this guy appears to be, I think he's maybe a good guy, Brett Venables. But I mean, when when they went from Lincoln Raleigh to this guy's a head coach, like, okay, that might be the one move at a power program that might not work out. Um, I don't know if Oklahoma gets back to what they were under Riley in terms of bringing in talent and winning games anytime soon. They are in, uh, I think, maybe bad shape moving forward, especially when you consider they're going to go to the SEC. Oh, that, yeah, That is going to be a slap in the face, I think, to this program, or a wake-up uh, wake call for them. Stark was a bad hire, too.
4: It's time to admit that. I keep hearing about this Texas power rating. Win some games. I well, mean, if uh, you can uh, go yeah.
0: toe-to-toe and outplay Alabama... You, you can't lose four or five games. I'll give them uh, more time than um, I think he's going to eventually put together enough talent. I don't know if this guy's going to bring in enough talent. I just I, I question that. We've talked about the Raiders several times today. I, there's nothing else to say. Nope. It's, it's it's so bad right now the way that they have. Uh, again, the 17 point lead's gone. The the fashion that they're losing these games now. You want to make up a way to win? Call the Raiders now. They're the new Chargers. Yep. And losing to the Colts, unforgivable terrible job by that team yesterday yep
4: our friend tony called it early in the week money line. i go you nuts
0: it, it's, it's bu- bu- buying low in the nfl <laughs> yeah, in these spots yeah. right contrarian plays like that
6: Thank yeah
0: yeah yep uh and uh the rams no no joking around here i think it's already there but they do still have talent on their team wait until some of these guys go bye-bye how bad it's going to be and, and what they're going to, it's
4: uh, going to be like now? Pick? Are you out of the playoff pick? Now forget about the future. It's a oh. disaster. The rest of this season. Oh yeah, guys checked out. Champs, well, I, I could absolutely over. see that. Yes. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: And uh, my ugly look. I was. Uh, I bet him a couple of times before. Well, around September, when you had you know Mel Kiper and others saying, "Look, I'm talking to scouts across the league. They think Will Levis, Kentucky quarterback, is going to be the next Josh Allen. Could be the number one pick in the draft." I bet him at uh, thirty to one a couple of times, and. Uh, let me tell you this. Did you see what he did against Vanderbilt over the weekend? They lost to Vandy. It's Vandy. They 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 give up 63 to Bishop Gorman. <laughs> he was 11 of 23 for 109 yards, no touchdown, in an INT. That first round pick, uh, that ship is sailed. Our first uh, number one overall. I question you. Yelled at me. I question number one overall. No, no. That's I, uh, but when you had people across the league, know, multiple I, people I, saying, I'm "Oh my impre- God, this I'm guy." I'm not impressed. I know. Okay. Um, hey, also, Oregon and UCLA, typical yeah. Pac-12 fashion. Very Amazing. ugly. God, that, that's just—that's why people see you as a joke. Yes, exactly I
4: right. Mean, every year the Pac-12 does this, and I bought in. I go, they got a chance no, now. They, I'm sitting there eating the ice cream. Nope. They got a shot. Yeah, I,
0: I will never buy in. I mean, I, I mean, it was good, and I would be. It would be, you know, had Oregon, you know. If they were 12 and one, sign me up. I'd like to see him play again in the, the playoff, but no, so, come so on.
4: The, the the Oregon thing I can see, Washington, I mean Penix is good. UCLA is inexcusable. Oh yeah. You cannot lose that game at home to Arizona.
0: No. Come on. As a what were they, a twenty-point favorite right around three touchdowns? I mean it's
4: fourteen nothing right off the bat. Yep. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Come on. And, of course, they'll beat
0: USC Saturday. Probably. That's the way it goes it. in the Pac-12. Set of steak
4: knives for the Pac-12.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then we have to talk, have the talk about three SEC teams getting in again then. Okay. And uh, lastly, the Broncos again. Yeah, 10 points out of the gates off the bye week. Right. I know Judy got hurt yesterday. Right. But you can, again, you can throw on the Titans' defense. You can do that. And they were actually down a couple of guys on defense. I guess you can do it unless you're the Denver Broncos. <laughs> what a nasty loss again yesterday by that team. Yeah. They, they, got there just... in, they got there in teaser legs. Yeah. But like yeah. We, we the opening number in that game, by the way, was forty. And as we said that in the look ahead lines last week, we we're like, it kicked a 40. A Broncos oh. game with 40.
4: Wasting this this solid defense. Mm-hmm. Wasting it. Look at the scores in the games, the losses, other than the Raider game. So unfortunate.
0: What could have been for Denver this year with that defense? Well, what could have been for the AFC West? The expectations were, and, you know, that was everybody. Yeah. We thought, oh, my God, look at the moves every single team made. This is going to be the best division ever. What an absolute disappointing season uh, from that division other than the Chiefs.
4: Met my guy Brett, the listener. Brett from Philly made a good point. Eagles have the Saints pick. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they keep he's, losing. He's
0: loving life. I'm sure he is. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll give you a Survivor update. How many people got uh, hit that landmine this week in Survivor coming up next?
3: That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
1: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
4: World Cup countdown is on. Now's the time to get your copy of the World Cup Betting Guide. Nigel Seeley in depth on all eight groups. Predictions, golden boot awards, predictions for every group. Only way to get the guys become a VCN Pro subscriber, sign up now for just $99. Get Veasan Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl at Veasan.com/slash-subscribe. Grant Paulson joins us now. Grant and Danny weekdays 2 to 6:30 p.m. 1067 The Fan in D.C. to talk about Monday Night Football. Thanks for the time, sir. W- what do you think? I'm not if they can, you know, pull the upset tonight, but even if things don't go their way, are you still thinking playoffs with a manageable schedule after this for Washington?
5: Yeah, what's up, fellas? Good to talk to you again. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I don't really trust their quarterback situation and Taylor Heineke enough, but the schedule's there for them too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had them nine and eight before the season started as someone who was pretty down on their offseason and didn't think all that highly of the operation, but it's just that the schedule was so soft. And so you look next week; they're already look-ahead favorites against the Texans. They've got games against the Falcons. They play the Giants multiple times, and I know how good they've been, but in the division, they likely split there as they come back to earth and regress a little bit. Their final game of the year against the Cowboys a week into January could be with Dallas already having locked up a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think they'll make the playoffs. I definitely think they'll be live deep into mid December. And, and tonight is a compelling matchup to see if they can cover. They've done a really good job at keeping games close with this formula, which isn't really for me. It's a low-ceiling formula where they run the ball a ton, and mm-hmm. it's all about time of possession and trying to play defense. Frankly, it's a tough watch. But you know, their last four games with Heineke at quarterback, they're 3-0-1 against the spread because you know, they just kind of suck the, the life out of the game and take the air out of the football.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's so we asked that question before the break, and I'm on the commanders in a contest out here, Grant, uh, plus 11 because I kind of – I know what you're saying about Heineke, but I want to throw away what happened in game one when these two played, and Hurts threw for 340 yards and three touchdowns. He's been amazing all year long. He should be one of the MVP favorites along with Mahomes at this point. But this defense for Washington, I don't think it's getting underlooked anymore, but they have been damn good over the last month, and I just, I can't, I don't want to remember what happened in that first game. I think that has nothing to do with tonight. What say you?
5: I completely agree. I think it's pretty irrelevant. In fact, Washington's defense turned around at halftime of the Eagles game which is way back uh, in week three or so when you know at that point they were down 24 to nothing they shut Philadelphia out in the second half after making some adjustments and I kind of dismissed it at the time because their defense had been so bad and I just thought well maybe the Eagles took their foot off the gas pedal but if you really look at the numbers since then you can go week four on whatever you want to do I mean they're top 10 in a lot of categories Mm -hmm. their defensive front is playing as well as it has at any point over the last few years, and that's with first-round picks Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne all surging. I think Allen and Payne have both at the tackle played at a, a Pro Bowl level. Allen's playing even better than he did when he made the Pro Bowl last year, almost at an All-Pro level. And Chase Young is a question mark to play tonight. I would say fire beware on any kind of production and, and player props okay. for him. He's going to be on a bit of a pitch count. I believe, in this first game if he does even play uh, for the commanders. But with their defensive front playing as well as it is, it's kind of elevated the tide of all their other position groups. Their linebackers super banged up the last couple weeks have actually played really good football, highly graded, according to the efficiency sites. And their secondary has been terrific. The big difference, guys, they moved on from William Jackson, who they splashed on free agency a couple years ago for. He was making more money than all but – Carson Wentz against the cap this year for this team, their quarterback, they benched him. He couldn't get on the field, and then they traded him for a a, a ham sandwich to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But because of that, they have had no breakdowns. They've been much more responsible on the back end. Look out for a young corner named Benjamin St. Juice coming off of an impressive game, traveling with Justin Jefferson and the Vikings last week, keeping him in check to maybe make a play or two tonight.
0: Good info. Follow the money here on VSEN, the sports betting now where Grant Paulson, our guest, 1067, the fan in Washington, D.C. So, on offense for the commander's end tonight, like what's the path here to have success uh, on the ground? Uh, the combination of Gibson, Robinson. To me, this is more of a Gibson game because you can beat the Eagles in the air using the running back and uh, throwing them the football. And Gibson clearly is, is that guy for the commanders. But also, in general, like you can run on the Eagles' defense. So I think this kind of speaks to what you said right away. They suck the life out of these games, play good defense, don't do much on offense. But if you had to like make a player prop bet tonight, who do you have more faith in to do something on offense?
5: Yeah, I actually, on a sneaky play, I think have Brian Robinson over in rushing yards in this game. Okay. And I have Gibson over in receiving yards. What they've liked to do here, Systematically, the last few weeks is scheme up touches for Gibson on the edges. It's almost gotten predictable. You know, they'll run him on stuff out of the shotgun and outside zone, but they try to get him the ball in space in the passing game. Design screens, let him run some choice routes. I think you can beat the Eagles in that area. I think they're somewhat susceptible there. But you guys have seen this. It's not just last week against the Texans in primetime, which everybody watched on Thursday night football, but it's kind of beyond that, right? they get gashed in the interior because mm-hmm. they're getting up field rush in the quarterback. And I think they'll give Washington and most teams that because they don't want you to make any explosives down the field. Now, the good news for the Eagles is, you know, with Taylor Heineke at quarterback, you basically rip anything out of the playbook that's vertical, you know, that, that takes a downfield pass other than a couple of YOLO prayers that have been answered <laughs> over the last few weeks that should have been intercepted. So I think Robinson's their thumper, a la Pierce last week. I think they'll try to establish in between the tackles and I would not be surprised at all if Gibson had something like, you know, six catches for 59 yards out of the backfield.
4: Well, what are things like there? The, the fan base, you, you know, we, are they getting the new stadium? Is he going to sell the team? Then what happened last week with the AG and the spokesperson with that statement? What is it? What's what's it like there with the fan base, the team, and what what the future holds for this organization?
5: Well, from a fan base standpoint, what I want you guys to picture is. Uh, You have been wandering around in the desert and you're ravenous and you're killing over and you need something to drink and you just found a water cooler, but it's about a mile away, but it's off in the distance. Wow. I mean, people really believe that this is going to happen to the point where if it doesn't, it's going to be crippling and heartbreaking to, to the fans that have gotten so excited. They spent so many years not allowing themselves to think that Dan Snyder might actually sell that the news of a week plus ago now where he came out and said he's considering selling was just taken as a victory. And, and everyone's kind of, you've even seen this, right? The DC attorney general has thrown a, a lawsuit against the team, which may end up ultimately getting thrown out. Some extra reports have come out. It's kind of like everyone sees him as woozy in the middle of the ring and they all want to land their shot now to try to you know knock him to the ground. Uh, I think ultimately he'll sell. I'm, I'm not sure that it's as imminent as people think where it's going to be in the next handful of months and, in time for the owner's meetings in the spring. Like, I'm not sure I see that timeline. He's the kind of guy that's always got one more trick up his sleeve. But if you're asking me what are the fans thinking, look, immense distractions. It's been a wacky week. Ron Rivera sadly had to go back to California, um, bury his mother who just passed away. He's flying back from that and on the call with Brian Robinson's agent after the team put out a statement where they brought Robinson being shot into a little tiff they were having with the district, which was ultra embarrassing. So he spent Thursday meeting with Robinson, meeting with the team before he had ever even looked at film from practice or had a chance to, you know, get ready for the Eagles. So all of that bodes very poorly for them, but it is the status quo around here. You know, football has kind of taken the backseat this season to the off-field nonsense that surrounds the owner's box.
4: I don't see how we could say no to $6 billion. Do you think he could get five five, and go for $6 billion?
5: Oh, I, I'll take the way over on that. I mean, I, I've been told that he's been led to believe by people in league offices that he could get seven billion. Oh my god um i've heard a higher number than that speculated by someone around the team i'd be surprised you know if it's much higher than 7 billion but I mean, that's what he was told you know the what, what i've been kind of told by people around the, the situation is that not only are there other owners essentially pleading with his wife who kind of uh, goes to the meetings on his behalf now tanya snyder and and maybe even with him, those of them that, that have a relationship with him, hey, you you just walk. You know, Get your money. You're going to get more money than anyone's ever gotten spelling a team before in this country. You can claim victory. You inherited this thing or bought it for less than a bill. You're mm-hmm. selling it at maybe six and a half, seven times that. You can claim that you won. We don't have to kick you out. Everyone goes their separate ways. I think that's kind of the case they're trying to make behind the scenes.
0: You can listen to Danny, uh, Grant and Danny, weekdays, 2 to 6.30 p.m., 106.7 The Fan in D.C., and you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Grant Paulson. Great perspective today, Grant. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that.
5: My pleasure, guys. Take care.
0: Yep. Thank Good. you. Like what he said about Robinson and uh, Gibson tonight, yep. and also the analogy there about being out in the desert. Yep. You're dying of thirst. You can see a water cooler, but it's about a mile away. That sounds about right. Yep. That is very well said. That was that Thursday night game. They held the Bears to seven points. Yep. Which, see how well Fields is playing. I mean, they should have defeated the Vikings last week. Yep. That yep. game got, uh, yep. they let that one slip away. Yep, 17-7 seven
4: late. But he's he's right about the schedule. I hate when they do this. They got the, they play the Giants two times in three weeks. Yeah,
0: and how, how many times <laughs> <are> <laughs> and there's a buy overall? in there. And there's the buy. Yeah. So they have back-to-back games against the Giants. I feel like they're doing this to like four or five yeah. teams this year. Yeah. It's really something I think the NFL needs to get away from. This guy's got a little Colt McCoy in him.
4: I mean, Heineke wins games. He keeps you in these games. He you know, makes yeah, more not, mistakes than McCoy.
0: It's not going to be super explosive. No, right. But it's also maybe not like Carson Wentz where... Check it down, move the sticks, keep you in position, maybe pull it out in the fourth quarter, yeah. yeah. Don't you think is mm-hmm. bad is yeah. like way worse than him? Well, that first game, he's holding on the ball
4: too long. But it was just a... Oh, man. They killed him back there yep. with the sacks. There was a goal line standing there a couple times, but, yeah. A ton of points, especially with his breakdown, about how well they're playing defensively and how they're playing games. Chewing clock and, and, and
0: trying to keep it close. This division is something else. I know the Cowboys blew that game yesterday. Giants, another win.
4: Yeah. Everyone What's
0: talks it? about the vibe
4: before the game. Wow, the Vikings aren't that good. Well, well, well the Giants are... Giants are
0: 7-2. Yeah, but that, yeah.
4: playing three and a half against the Lions.
0: Four. We have uh, updated. Usually we don't have them this early in a Monday morning. We have updated NFL awards numbers to go over. Oh, boy. Some new favorites, I think. We'll kick them around coming up next.